0: Tom oh, geez. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's all gone wrong. Oh, no. No.
1: no. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in
2: downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
3: Six twelve 12 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Monday, uh, Friday morning.
4: Yeah, it is. Time to celebrate another average superhero. These are the people that I love, the people that wake up, ordinary day, nothing happening, and then moments later, perhaps later in that day, they become... Heroic. Yes. They do something they never thought they would do, and they save a life, save a dog, do something remarkable. Who do we have today? Today, it's a David versus Goliath story, if you will. Owen Burns. He is from Alpena Township, Michigan. That's way up in northeastern Michigan along Lake Huron, like way up there where Jesus lost his shoes, like tip (laughs) furthest part. Anyway, he lives up there, and he's got an eight-year-old sister, and he's playing video games. And all of a sudden, he hears his sister yell, and she's outside. And he looks, and there's some guy, no, grabbing his sister, trying to put his hand over her mouth, trying to like bear hug and pull her away, no, trying to kidnap her. I see her again,
3: abducted by a person, and I'm like freaking out. Owen panicked and reached for what he could. And I'm like start cussing a lot because I didn't know what to do. So I grabbed my slingshot and opened the window. And I grabbed two things, a marble and a gravel rock or something.
1: Troopers say Owen hit the 17-year-old in the head and in the chest, allowing his sister to get away.
4: Yeah, so she ran off. No way. (laughs) He hit him in the head and in the chest with a marble and with these rocks. Boom, boom, boom. Three times, guy runs away. Turns out it's some 17-year-old. They find him. How do they identify him? From the injuries on his face. Nice. Yeah, Big old welt on the face. Yeah. It appears a marble hit you between the eyes there, fella. No, I fell down. No, you didn't. So congratulations. Yes. Well done, Owen. Thanks for saving your sister. He's going to be on Good Morning America. They asked yeah, him, is. like, hey, what do you think of this? You know, you're brave. Would you do it again? He goes, absolutely, I'd do it again.
3: So how about, first of all, the presence of mind to do it, to do something, anything,
4: and then... Hey, how
3: about that shot?
4: Yeah, huh? Well, clearly he's hunted a squirrel or two, I think, <laughs> in his
0: day. <laughs> bing! Bing!
1: Time for an update from
2: the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After dropping two out of three in St. Louis, the Milwaukee Brewers will begin a three-game set down in Tampa against the Rays. Brewers general manager Matt Arnold, who spent several seasons in Tampa Bay before coming to Milwaukee, had this to say about the Rays' stadium on Brewers 360.
0: Um, I've always kind of said it's like playing at Costco a little bit. You know, you just kind of <laughs> walk around and you get your... Get your cheese cubes. You might hit a ball in the uh, in the in the rafters there, and it doesn't come down. Uh, it's it's a weird place to play, um, but I obviously have a lot of good memories being here for for uh, about ten years. But um, it, I wouldn't say it's my favorite ballpark. Let's put it that way.
2: The Brewers looking to create some good memories this weekend. They'll start with Adrian Hauser, who will be on the mound for the crew tonight. First pitch is scheduled for five forty. Over to the NFL as the Packers offseason continues on, the team will take on a new look in 2023 and could lean on multiple players as new voices and new leaders. You know, obviously, you got great vets like Aaron Jones, David, you got uh, A.J. Dillon. You know, we still have Josiah, we still have guys that have played a lot and have helped us win. So, um, yeah, all those guys are just going to need to step up and then we'll see, you know, how these young guys turn out. And, you know, leadership is. Just basically having the confidence, having the intelligence, and then having the trust of your teammates um, to go out there and perform and motivate other people to do that with you. Elton Jenkins, another one I forgot that's played a lot. Um, So it'll it'll be good. Packers offensive coordinator Adam Stenovich there as the team prepares for their first block of organized team activities which will begin on Monday, May 22nd.
3: Coming up on Wisconsin's Morning News, you have to have seen that crazy video of a police officer first on the hood and then on the top of a car getting dragged around at some 50 miles an hour. Why that never should have happened. That story next. Got some new perspective this morning on that wild police video that you must have seen at this point. All the networks were doing it. It was all over your TV, in your social media feed. Cop hanging on the hood of a car, on the top of a car. as it's speeding away? Right. Started on the hood, eventually was on the top of the car. The car is speeding around out there. It actually happened in Iowa a couple of years ago. And I'll explain why, if it happened a couple of years ago, why are we first seeing it now? But first, a little bit more on how this all
1: played out.
0: Stop the car! Stop
1: the car! Incredible police body cam and dash cam video just released of a traffic stop in Iowa. A driver refusing to get out of the car and then taking an officer with him on an extreme ride. I'm going to play a few more clips from this news narrative that was put
3: together actually by the ABC station in Los Angeles. So it wasn't really in their jurisdiction or their viewing area, but it was such amazing video that you knew they were going to put it together. The anchor here, Mark Brown... Does a really good job with leading you through the narrative. Actually, if I were teaching a course, right, on good reporting, this and good is how writing, you do it. I would pull this guy's nice. whole story right here. He just did a fantastic job walking you through the poignant moments. What you're hearing there in the video is a police officer, gun drawn, pointing it through the windshield on a suspect who's behind the wheel. They're trying to stop this guy on a rural road. And then the guy's not having it. He starts easing
4: on out. But he's his gun is drawn. He's yes. also on the hood.
3: He's on the hood. Yeah. He's on his knees, okay. pointing the car into the windshield, pointing the gun into the windshield, and then the guy starts to take off. So I'm going to warn you here, particularly for those of you who are in the car right now, you are going to hear some police sirens in this clip. So just be aware. We're playing that here through the radio. Put on the
1: bridge. Put on the bridge. Stop the car. Another officer pulls alongside the fleeing driver and tries to stop him, but the driver takes off. As the fleeing driver speeds away, the police officer keeps holding on. So
3: at this point now, the officer is up on top of the vehicle. Started on the hood. Now he's up on top. It's like in the movies. Just like in the movies. And in a moment, you're going to hear why you only generally see that in the movies. <laughs> All right. Guys hanging on for dear life, the driver hits speeds of some 50 miles an hour, Again, just a heads up, some more police sirens in this clip.
1: That fleeing driver sees a freight train blocking the road ahead and makes a sudden turn to the left, speeding through an industrial yard. The fleeing driver then hits a ditch and the officer on board goes flying to the ground. The pursuing officer stops to check on his colleague, who tells him to keep chasing that fleeing driver.
4: I'm okay, man. Go get him. I'm all right.
0: You good? Go get him.
3: He was not good. Oh, by the way, the officer had been thrown off the car. He broke his back, one of the vertebrae on his back. He did recover. He's actually back on the job. As I mentioned, this video now just released because the driver, Dennis Geider Jr., he was pulled over about a mile later, and was just sentenced to five years in prison. Eric said, "It looks like something you'd see in a movie. This is exactly how they do it in the movies, right? Yeah, Compton's in front, hero, being, hanging on, all Go that." Get him. It belongs in a movie, and here's why. I watched the video with our teammate, Dr. Ken Harris, from 1017 The Truth. He's a former Milwaukee police lieutenant.
1: So here's, here's the thing right here. Why are you even climbing on top of a car? That was my first question for you. Why would you climb on top of a car that you're trying to get the person who's inside the car out of the car? Let the car go. You have a license plate. You just pull the car over so you ran it so you know who it's registered to. Let it go.
3: And in this situation, they're in like this is not like urban center where you're worried about what
1: might happen. You're in Nowheresville here. Correct. You you are out in the suburbs. I always tell people working in a suburb is significantly less safe than working in a major city, no matter where the crime is, because when you need help, there's only one other cop there.
3: And there was only one other cop there, Eric. You picked up on this part. What did you see in that
4: guy? So when you look at the body cam of the cop who's kneeling on the hood. The other cop who's standing on the ground kind of looks up at him like, dude, dude what, you, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> right. Are, are you on the hood of this car? His partner gives him a look like you
1: are on top of the car. Look at him right here. Huh? <laughs> that was the look right there. Correct. Correct. So, so then what do you do now that you're out in traffic? Get off the car. He had more than enough time where the car was rolling at about 10 or 15 miles an hour to simply jump and roll off. And he didn't. So that's a mistake on his part. Hopefully he'll get retraining to help him understand that once you go to a car, you never get on the car and you never approach a car from the front unless you absolutely positively have to.
3: Okay, if you've seen the video, you may well have asked, the officer here is fearing for his life. Would he been would he been would it have been okay, or could he have shot the suspect?
4: So, right when he started moving the car going right. 15 miles an hour?
1: Could yes, he...
3: he
4: is in a life threatening
3: situation. Ooh, that's
4: a good question. Dr. Ken, his professional opinion
3: is that case wouldn't have turned out well for the officer.
1: No, because he had multiple ways to get away. He had multiple routes of escape that he could have easily before taken. it got life threatening. Before it got life threatening, and after it got life threatening. Well, while, while the car was coming towards him and he's standing there, he could have simply moved.
3: Mm-hmm. So the defense attorneys actually used that in the case, arguing in defense of Dennis Guider Jr., who, yes, almost killed a cop through his uh, his actions, but then ended up only getting that five years in prison. The officer, as I said, is now okay, back on the job. That is good. But that's why you typically only see stuff like this in the movies, because it was not typical police work. 6.42 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You know this song, right? I asked Greg, hey, could you come in with Smoke on the Water? This is what he came up with. Excellent. <laughs> Marching well band version. Outstanding. Well done. Greg Pancake Hill, producing the program. Now, why this song? There is Smoke on the Water. You notice the red sunset? Lately? I have, yeah.
4: Yeah. A couple days ago, I noticed it.
3: Now we're locked in the box here for the morning, but uh, the news stations usually show the sunrise over Lake Michigan. That's mm-hmm. been red as well lately. And on the more serious note, we do have an air quality advisory issued for today. So if you have uh, breathing issues, you have asthma, or folks close to you do, uh, the sensitive groups should limit outdoor activity today. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brian Nesnansky tells us this is wildfire smoke blown all the way in from the Pacific Northwest. Here's what he wrote. Wildfire smoke causing the hazy, milky skies throughout southeast Wisconsin. And, Niz added, cold front sweeping the area uh, last night into today may draw some of the smoke down to the surface, so you may actually be smelling it. Wow, okay. There are wildfires very far away, uh, British Columbia and Alberta, Canada. I was mentioning before, we've got family out in the Pacific Northwest, my wife's family, uh, some folks up in British Columbia, and they're in this, this valley, this river and lake valley there. It's beautiful area it's one of those spots where every time you turn around you're like oh that's beautiful oh that's beautiful Mm -hmm. so there were some mornings we were out to visit last a few years ago and wildfires were raging not right on top of them but nearby and some mornings depending on which way the wind was blowing you'd wake up and ah beautiful valley and everything's out in front of you and other mornings gone couldn't see it (laughs) Nothing. nothing just a haze yeah and that stuff gets up in the jet stream and then it can blow all the way out here so that's what we're seeing with those i mean i think they've been kind of beautiful sunsets you know a
4: little bit of haze on mm-hmm. them yeah it's pretty nice reddish color this seems to pop up occasionally it seems like we it got does. a wildfire that blows into our area once or twice a year. So if you're
3: enjoying the beautiful sunset tonight, uh, we would have partly cloudy skies, as we said in the Storm Team forecast, so you might see a little taste of that sunset tonight. A little tonight. smoke on the water. A little smoke on the water for you on this Friday morning. 6.44, Brandon Snide with Sports Next. <laughs>
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After dropping two out of three in St. Louis, the Milwaukee Brewers will begin a three-game set down in Tampa against the Rays. Adrian Hauser will get the start tonight for the first-place Brewers. That first pitch is all scheduled for 540. Our coverage begins right here on WTMJ at 5 p.m. It is that time of the year, the weather is warming up, final exams are being had, and school days are slowly coming to an end. Could the Milwaukee Brewers be in the midst of their own test? After beginning the season winning 14 of their first 19 games, I think it is safe to say that this team has slowed down a little bit since then. After recently dropping two out of three games in St. Louis this week, the most significant loss in that series might not have been the games, but could be the left lat injury that was suffered by starter Wade Miley, leaving the Brewers down yet another starter. The unfortunate and early storyline of the 2023 Brewers is evident. Injuries. Luis Urias, Brandon Woodruff, Wade Miley, and Garrett Mitchell, to name a few. It's relatively early-ish yet for anything to be determined for this season, but the first big test for the Brewers this season is currently underway. Don't look now, but that team that we all despise in the Cardinals that we just played, they have won eight of their last ten, slowly making up some ground in the NL Central Division. Yes, I'm aware the Brewers are in first place, but... The question remains, can they sustain it or at least maintain a healthy roster to compete in the division? It's not crazy to ask by the way things have sorted out for the crew in just under two months. I expect this team to remain competitive and lean on guys like Corbin Burns and Christian Yelich, but it is obvious school is in session and the Brewers must ace this test to have a memorable summer. Coming up
3: on 652 on this Friday morning, golf's now second major is underway in New York State PGA Championship, which used to be in the late summer and was thrice staged at Whistling Straits in Sheboygan County. Now a spring event, which I hate, but not really the point of the story. The hero of day one of the PGA Championship is not your leader, not even by a long shot. Tom King, uh, sorry, Tom Kim is tied for 63rd at plus three, but he's trending on Twitter.
0: Tom, Kim. Kim. oh geez,
3: oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no, oh it's all gone wrong. Oh no, oh that's <laughs> ESPN on the call there. As I bring in our friend from ESPN Milwaukee, Gabe So you want to set this
0: up for us here? So first of all, Tom <laughs> Kim is is a hero. Um, there's just no way hero. around it. Hero is not you know it is the correct word to be using when describing Tom Kim. So Tom Kim hit in a a, a race shot. It, it ends up in area that is incredibly muddy. It's
3: like a bog. Like a swamp.
0: He, because it's a major championship, wants to save every stroke possible, so he decides to wade into said swamp and almost gets stuck in said swamp. like up to his th- like up to his thighs. he is full of mud. Take a bath.
2: Go into the creek, wash it off. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's it first, Say a golfer, take a bath in the creek.
3: I mean, here's ESPN trying to go to break, but they can't break away from the shot of this guy emerging from the bog, covered in mud, who then goes into the creek to wash it off. His,
0: his, it's, his... Pants are up to his knees. Like he pulled them up, thinking, yes. "Like oh, I'll protect my pants yes. when I wade into this bog, and I'll be fine." No, the mud is all over his pants. He apologizes <laughs> to Nike after the round. He's like, "Sorry to Nike, I ruined the shirt because it's all over his shirt." So then at that point, he's like, "Well, I'm already muddy and wet. I might as well just jump into the river, jump into the creek, and try to wash it all off the best it I can." It was better than walking around with caked on mud. Yes, a hundred percent. Like you no, know, he, what he did was the correct move it just also made it very very hilarious
3: so his post-round interview is epic as well
1: like when as soon as i went in it was it was kind of it's kind of sketch but i was like i mean it's, it's a major championship i'm i'm fighting for like every single stroke i have and then it got dark it got, it got dark. dark. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what a
3: good
0: guy. Here's what I love about this because not only did he do that interview with ESPN after he was on Sky Sports, which is the UK version, you know that that carries all the major championships as well. He didn't shy away from this. Where so many times when there is a potential embarrassing moment yeah. for professional athletes, they cower and and go away. They're not, the,
3: not doing interviews. Tonight. Yeah,
0: like Bryson DeChambeau, who now participates on the Live Tour and had a tremendous round yesterday. And he, last year, at one point, walked into a rope. Uh, they have, they have for, for those of you unfamiliar who have never been to a golf tournament, they have a rope line that kind of blocks off the fans, and that's as far as you can go. He had hit a, a, you know, a shot that went over there, and like his caddy had stepped on the rope, and he thought that Bryson was with them but it came back up, and it ended up hitting Bryson right in the face. Ah, funny. And he, like he's so embarrassed by it, he just, like, shies away from it, shuns away from it, and anybody who dares laugh at you and makes you the butt <laughs> yes. of the joke is going to be shunned from professional golf forever, where this guy, like, he, they showed him the video, like, when he yes. initially, like, got done with it the, before they did the interview yesterday, and he's laughing hysterically. He understands, like, Yeah, this was embarrassing, but I might as well lean into it and have fun because everybody else is having fun with it. So it's good on him for for leaning into that, but that's what you expect. So, So for those who also don't know, Tom Kim is South Korean. Tom is not his actual name.
1: He yeah, goes right. by
0: Tom because he learned English through watching cartoons, and he's a big Tom and Jerry fan. <laughs> so he picked Tom as his first this name. This guy's getting better now every that he's, yeah, now that he's you know playing golf professionally in America.
3: Here's another part that I liked about it. I couldn't get myself out, so
1: I called Joe, and he was his saying, kid. "Well, if I go in, I sink, both <laughs> of us are getting out. So I had to crawl, you know, I had to use every part of my body to get out, and no, it was I've had better days. I've
3: had better days. Gee,
1: so he,
0: Joe, gee, help me hey, out. Hey, nah. Joe, like, no. Nah. <laughs> His cat is like, no, nah, I'm good. Otherwise, we're both in.
3: <laughs> and now neither of us can get out. He actually struggled to get out. He
0: never got uh, the ball, did he? No. He no, it fucking took he a penalty. Only bogeyed the hole. Yeah. Lost one stroke, which, I mean, of course he wasn't finding the ball. He almost lost himself. (laughs) (laughs) He's a human being. Of course he was going to find the little white golf ball. You know what
4: this reminded me of, though? Watching that gave me, like, PTSD and flashbacks of whenever I take my dog to the dog park in spring. Because it's always this kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) where there's one person stuck out there somewhere trying to get their dog, and they lose a shoe, lose the dog. And they're on the edge of it first going, come
3: on, come on back, come on back. Come nope. on, Seamus, come back! <laughs> <laughs> ah. Dogs like flopping around. <laughs> like I Just, can't uh, go in there; <laughs> otherwise, I'm lost too. Right. Last note: <sighs> I can't stand having the PGA Championship right no, here. Are it, we ever going to have? We you can't have that no, at Whistling so, Straits right now. No.
0: So they had a frost delay yesterday. Yeah. And I Substantial. was so when I was talking with you guys last week, I was on my way up to the Irish course at Whistling Straits, and the greens were terrible, and to, through no fault of their own, they, right, they right. have a tremendous. They just haven't just had early. the weather to grow the grass properly. So if you were to ever have a PGA in the month of May up at Whistling Straits, you just couldn't do it. First of all, you'd have to start building everything up in like February. Oh which yeah, you're not through the do. winter, can't yeah, do that. Can't do that, and you, you, the grass just would not grow to have the greens. Maybe they do if you have the perfect spring, but if you have an iffy one like this, you're not going to have good enough greens to have a major championship. It's, gonna it's move very this. unfortunate. They're
3: going to move it back to fall. You think?
0: I sure hope so. I sure hope so, because we have too much good golf here to not get another major championship again.
3: Gabe Neitzel, our teammate at ESPN Milwaukee. Thanks, my friend. Have a great show today. Thanks. Thanks,
0: boys. Someone help Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where'd he go? He's gone missing
1: in Dallas. (laughs) Where is he? (laughs) (laughs)
4: Quick trip expands further into the northwest Milwaukee suburbs. The company buys land in Lisbon on Leeds Lane for a convenience store, fuel stations, and car wash bay. No word on an opening date. Johnson Controls adds a new building to its Glendale headquarters campus, an engineering center, and lab. CEO George Oliver says it's a significant investment housing 250 engineers and technicians. New CEO for Brookfield's Specialty vehicle manufacturer Rev Group, Mark Skaniesni, who serves as interim CEO since January, gets the permanent title. I'm Rich Kirchin with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.
1: This report sponsored by Evans Transportation Services, one company for accounting, shipping, and tracking. At Evans Transportation, they love the sound of Milwaukee baseball. Cracking, crowds cheering, brats grilling. And Evans is a big fan of manufacturing runs, both on the diamond and in supply chain management. When manufacturers have accounting, shipping, and tracking needs, they come to Evans. Because just like in baseball, teams who know how to manufacture runs have the best chance of long-term success. Good luck to the brew crew from Evans and Delafield. Find them at EvansTrans.com.
4: When it's time for a new lawnmower, buying local is important. Purchasing one from Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment means you're well taken care of after the sale. Their knowledgeable staff handles the warranty and parts, can answer all of your questions, and is available to do tune-ups and repairs. Check out the impressive line of lawnmowers on display at the Olson's Outdoor Power Equipment showroom in Muskego. And tune in to The Fix-It Show this Saturday morning at 7, when an expert from Olson's will answer all your power equipment questions.
3: For powerful HP tech, your business can count on, count on Staples. Staples has great prices on a full range of HP printers, PCs, laptops, and monitors. And now through May 27th, score an extra $50 off.